Hey, greetings there, travelers. It's been a minute since we last saw you. Why don't you uh, head on over there to Wingover? He's just relaxing by the fire. He's been pretty lonely. I'm sure he'd be really happy to see you. Oh, travelers! Oh my goodness! Oh, it's, I feel like it's been so long. You know how it is, it's me, Wingover Gimbal, famous name, Bad. Oh, I've just been sitting here by the fire. Enjoying the nice, toasty, warm feeling on my cold toes. And, you know, just just wondering, like, when, when are the travelers going to show up? When are the ethereal beings going to come through my door that I have a one-sided conversation with and then tell a story to? I, I'm just so happy you're here. I know it's been a little bit since we last hopped into our tail, but that's okay, right? It's, it's, it's good you're here now. We can We can pick this up. Oh, well, so what have I been up to, Travelers? Well, I got a haircut, it's not really noticeable, but, you know, I got, got those, uh, those frayed ends trimmed. Uh, trimmed my beard, it looks a little more sharp. Uh, oh, also, we have a brand new show going on. Uh, Rise of Nyarlathotep. Uh, you can find us over at twitch.tv slash Ballad of the Seven Dice. Are you all just there with our brand new story, Rise of Nyarlathotep, where we, we jump into the world of Lothraelta and all sorts of crazy stuff. It's a, it's a really good story, so I highly suggest you hop on over there and follow us along on Twitch because that actually helps us out and really helps boost our numbers, so click that follow button. Also, uh, the, the you... What is this? Michael, is this you tubes? They put it in tubes? That's disgusting. Okay, so apparently you put yourself in a tube, but go over to the U tubes. Oh, that's just. If you don't feel comfortable putting yourself in a tube, traveler, I get it. I wouldn't do it personally, but but head on over to the U tubes, and we have a law stories on there, provided by yours truly, Wingover Gimbal Fagmus, named Bad. Uh, I provide the lore episodes there about the world. I just, I didn't know they put them in a tube. Let's not worry about the tubes, though, travelers. It's kind of weird and it's freaking me out. I don't want to talk about it anymore. Uh, uh, what else do we, oh, we have another piece of fan mail here. Lucas and the crew are wonderful! Exclamation mark five stars. If you are looking for a great D&D podcast, check out Ballad. Lucas weaves a tale so fun and dark and interesting, you'll keep coming back for more! Exclamation mark! That's by Jfish2013 from the United States of America. Thanks, Jfish. I hope you enjoy your stream or ocean or pond or lake. Wherever you are, I hope you enjoy your body of water. Thank you so much. If you ever want to put one of those reviews out there for us travelers, hop on over to the Atunes. Uh, we always love having these and they help the show out plenty. Oh, travelers, it's just been so mo- oh, I have all these papers here, I was expecting you! I, oh, I feel like a mess. Just one moment, travelers. Alright, so there's another group of bards that we're recommending. The Dice Girls. So, travelers, if you, you've never played this D&D, game before, the dungeons and the dragons. <laughs> dragons don't live in dungeons, they live in caves or palaces. Uh, so if you want, if you're interested in that kind of thing, uh, and you want to learn how to play this game, then I highly suggest you check out the Bardic group, the Dice Girls, where they actually uh, learn how to play the game while doing their actual play stream. Very, very high energy, 
lots of goofs, lots of having fun and, and jumping really just into the story on the get-go. And people just having fun with characters. Like, like how Ronnie just has a good time. So highly suggest check out the dice girls. And uh, you can also wait to the, the end of the show. We'll have a, a promo from them. So I'll play that for sure. Uh, do we have someone from... Oh, God. Oh, travelers. I feel so bad. You see, Battlebard sent this houseplant, like, three or four weeks ago. And it was talking, and it was fine. It was going to do the Battlebards promo, but I haven't watered it at all. I, I know Michael hasn't watered it. Oh, God. It looks bad, travelers. I don't think it's going to give the... Okay, I'm just going to do it. Um, hey, it's it's me, flower person, the intern from Battlebots, because they hire anybody to be an intern. Uh, check out battlebots.com for sounds of flowers not dying, or maybe some healing sounds that would bring flowers back to life. Oh, God, I feel so bad, travelers. Should I water it anyways? Like, the leaves are brown. The, the petals have all fallen off its face. Ow. It's like it's stuck in a silent scream. You know what I mean? Why have none of us noticed this? I, well, this is even... The fact that none of us notice this is even worse. Whoa. All right, Travis, I'm going to do what all of us have been doing the past year. I'm going to put this back in the corner and ignore it even happened. All right, now that our heads are in the sand, where were we last in our story? The group had traveled off to Welshire to go see a completely normal play, which actually turned out to be super weird. And they met the King in Yellow, who told them, I gave you those parasites, I gave you your powers, so you have to do what I tell you to do. And they got some information, they learned about a train, and then they actually all just came back from the play and everyone's like, oh, the king of yellow. And now they're back, now they're back in Welshire and they're like, did it all work? Is everything okay? Nobody's dead. Although they did lose two lives. Oof. So, travelers, let's hop back in this story. I present to you, the king in yellow, part four. Hey, I'm Brent, and I'm playing Kalsar, the Tiefling Paladin, and Chosen of Yetifa. Hi, uh, I'm Humberto, and I'm playing Bordon, Dwarven Cleric and Chosen of Time. I'm Evan, and I'm playing Ronnie, the Half-Elf Bard and Chosen of Chaos. Hey, I'm Robert, and I'm playing MZ, the Gith Yankee Ranger, and Chosen Hey, I'm Jason, and I'll be playing Draxir, the Dragonborn Artificer, and Chosen of Machines. Previously on Battle of the Seven Dice, our heroes had just met the King in Yellow, aka Aster. After 
having a number of their questions answered train-related or not, the king in yellow had shown them a vision. One that showed them why Azathoth had awoken, and why they were here to consume their world. They saw that it was actually due to the Sacred Flame, that the Sacred Flame being led by Dorum Highfire were actually a group of good adventurers. They were people who were just trying to save the world. But unfortunately, the Far Realms is an unforgiving place, and they were turned into the very monsters they wished to destroy. After our heroes had finished giving their lives to save the people of Welshire and to save Astoria, they now find, find themselves back, back at Welshire, in Welshire, sitting, sitting in the, the back, back row, uncomfortably, as no one else is in this tent aside from the manager of this play and uh, a few awkward people bowing on stage. Is my mouth still uh, melded shut? No, it wasn't melded shut. You just had your lips blistered. Oh, well, I assumed you meant they were, like, blistered shut. Okay. No, no, no. They just, like, it burned your lips. Like, it just hurt. Hmm. The manager turns around in his chair as you're the only ones in here, thanks to Ronnie. And he says, So? What'd you think? Uh, I fell asleep. To die for. Hmm. Other than the uh, <laughs> dimensional travel thing, I mean, it wasn't bad. I mean, you could learn... You know, you gotta learn to emote. Like you gotta understand characters, right? Um, <laughs> you know, do your character prep, and you know, answer the five questions. Who am I? I? Start walking away. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna pull out a, a gold coin and slap it down in his palm and just be like, "It's a hell of a show." And they're all like looking. They're like, "I hate this town." <laughs> 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 Yeah, it's more populated now. I don't know, you know. It's only more populated, too. Wink. You hear a lot of people shouting outside, but it's not like shouts of terror, it's shouts of joy. And you could distinctly hear... Oh, my... <laughs> yes! <laughs> oh, Bernard kills me. Looks like it happened again. Wow, this is fun! Did... Did Oblivion... Like, was Oblivion resurrected as well? Oh shit, that would have been a problem. No, he was very sure not to resurrect <laughs> his enemy. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. Oblivion <laughs> just turns out to be a good guy and joins our side. You're like, yeah. Let's go, team. We have, like, what, Noir back or something? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> he, he's like, uh, he's like this, he's like Scooby-Doo. He's like the talking dog. Like, let's go, Oblivion. Oblivion. This giant floating sphere of darkness just following you around. I need my darkness <laughs> snacks. Oblivion-ribby-roo! Darkness and oh doom. Oblivion-ribby-roo! You want to do it for an oblivion snack? Yeah. <laughs> Scooby-dooby-doom. So, oh, we're You're going totally off the rails Scooby here. Scooby-dooby-doom. Yeah. Haunting you. Do, you. do you all head outside, or do you do you want to hang around and talk <clears throat> to these people? What would you like to do? I know Ronnie's already walking away. I'm already outside. Yeah, I want to. I want to talk to the actor that played me and just like be, give him a few notes. Uh, we we should talk like to Bernard, but, but like Busybody and Holly Tolly. Oh yeah, because yeah, good point. Yeah, right. I mean, they seem to know what happened. That is kind of an interesting thing, though. Like, you said that the actors that played us just were were not us because I wasn't part of it, but the the four were literally them, right? 
Definitely, you don't see them anymore. Oh, that's interesting. So you can't you can't talk to Kelsor counterpart because he's gone. Yeah, he is not there. Yeah, let's, let's go talk to those uh, folk, I guess. You know what will happen? We will take their bodies from back at that time, and then we'll have to relieve what they had to go through. So we will know. Oh, you'll have to be in the play. <laughs> No, no, not not like in the play. I mean, like, um, like we, we would have to, you know, it was not like possessed, but we would have to. So I would be like, Ma uh, like, f oh, like, I sorry, see, yeah, Father Matthews, you know, and then we would like reincarnate in each one of those, in each one of them, you know, yeah. since we are like four and director, and then that that's my. <laughs> Yes, what will happen? You could look around for your counterparts if you want to, if they're here. But first, Ronnie, what are you doing? Are you just, like, leaving the tent? Uh, what do I see outside? When you poke your head outside, you see there's a lot of really surprised people that should have been dead. Like, they're just, like, looking at their bodies like, Oh my god, you see the, the one woman who was running the pig's trough, Hilda. She's standing there and she's hugging a few people and she's crying and like they're hugging onto her. Bernard is tossing Holly Tolly up in the air and catching him and they're laughing. Mother Mary, uh, not Mother Mary, wow. <laughs> <laughs> High Priestess Mary, she she comes out and she is uh, like she's just happy and like they're all shouting like praises of joy. So I'm just standing there, meanwhile, you know, like the meme where it's like, that Simpson and the Woodsman guy, and he just nods approvingly? That's me right now. Yeah, I love that one. So that's that's what you see right now, Ronnie. Uh, I'm going to just start ushering people in. <laughs> okay, and they're all like, oh, what? what's going on? No, I wanted to talk to Holly Tolly and Bernard Busybody. So you're like ushering the, like, the townsfolk in? Yeah, just get them all in there. Uh, we don't want, yeah. <laughs> okay. We're going to go back to town, yeah. They're all, like, coming over. There's some people, not everyone, of course, but, like, there's some people who are coming over to the tent, like, oh, wow, what's happening? Is the play done? You were in there for, like, an hour. Uh, the rest of you guys, you just see Ronnie is starting to wave people in. Nobody showed up yet, but you could see him waving people in. I'm just going to let him do it at this point. I'm just I'm <laughs> not going to stop him. You can't stop him. I'm, I'm just you, you can't stop him. The free no. spirit. Uh, I want to talk to Bernard Busybody and Holly Tolly. Oh yeah, they're coming on in. So this this red dragonborn comes in, his blue hair and blue nails. Uh, he's, he has this like breastplate on as he walks in with this massive sword on his back, and Holly Tolly's riding on one of his shoulders. And he's smiling. Oh friends, how are all of you? Kelso, did you do something with your eyes? <laughs> uh. Love the look. <laughs> Smoldering gaze. Ooh. Yeah, it's. Uh, I had a little bit of a makeover. Um, Other people are coming in here, and you can hear them go. There's fucking no one in here. What the hell? <laughs> As they're coming on in. <laughs> I had a little bit of death. <laughs> um, how are you guys? Oh, I feel fit. It's a fiddle. Yeah, I feel great. There isn't a hole in my chest. It's great to hear. Um. Remember, uh, before the... Do you remember anything before the, like, during the attack on Welshire? Mm, yes, I, I, uh, I went to, um, help you fight Oblivion, and I was annihilated in a blast. And I was stabbed. 
Yes. Um, well, <laughs> seems like you guys don't care a lot. Oh, what do you mean? Like you guys died. Yes. And but what I'm saying is, it seems like you guys don't care. Well, come on board. On it's not the first time this has happened. Please elaborate. Well, I've died. I've died many times. I I was on the moon, uh, floating around Sigil, which is the the center of the universe. I I went to. Wait, you're all on the moon? Oh yes, I went to Chicago. Uh, I was there for a bit. Wait, what's a what's a Chicago? Oh, it's a nice place. The bagels are strange, but I I met a, a nice friend there, a doctor. Ooh. I did die though. Yes. Oh. So we. Sorry to hear you that. You die and then you you come back and then is it like every time but why what causes it like i mean not the death but like the resurrection the, the shining god's love the shining god wants me to be here and spread the great word and news to all these people i uh, tap board on the shoulder and uh do you think we were i don't think we're the only adventurers that uh, visited this uh, the yellow king I think there's more than I, I think there has to be more than just us. If he keeps coming back to life, do you think there's other adventuring parties that made that same sacrifice? I don't know. I mean, it's the only reason. Like my father, he, like not about the sacrifices, but he was. He also had like a a parasite on his hand, and it wasn't like similar to ours. Mm -hmm. So. Think about it. This war's been going on for a long time, right? There had to have been maybe forever. Maybe forever. There had to have been other adventuring parties that maybe that didn't make it, or like Matthew. Oh, you mean like like Matthews and Dorham? But like after Matthews and Dorham, there had to have been others, right? Bernard kind of leans in and's like, "Oh yeah, there was there was quite a few different symbols." What do you mean? Not not all all of them coming from. The yellow king, right? The king in yellow, right? No, no. Numerous different outer gods all had their hand in the war. That's always what happens. And where are they now? The other people with the symbols? Most of them are dead. No, the gods. Oh, well, I don't know. So are you some sort of like an avatar? Or. No. A I'm a dragonborn. No. I just spread a good word. I'm a paladin. <laughs> Brother, um... Mm. You, you said you, you knew who we were when we came in. How did you know who we were? I'm pretty sure everyone in the church knows of Death Shift. Why are we so popular? We love you. Uh, Everywhere you go, you bring such light and happiness and joy and, and bodies. So many bodies every time. Yeah, that's not the... That's not... Where's your church? Man, I wish I was there for all this praise. Like... <laughs> he gives he gives you a, like a, a knowing wink board on, and he points at your heart. The church is right here. <laughs> it's inside all of us. The church of the shining god doesn't need walls. It exists inside love. I mean, it's technically cheaper. So I guess. It's not... And it's very portable. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, oh. yeah no, definitely. Don't have to worry about tithes and shit. So it's only, only like you two guys that like belongs to this church, or no? There's, there's thousands of us. Most of Waterdeep right now, actually. 
Oh, Waterdeep, that was taken by the cultists. Oh, that's kind of an offensive term. Yes, I'd, I'd like to say we're we're members of the Church of the Shining God. Cultism just means, like, it, our god isn't even real, like we're worshipping some sort of strange being. Uh, it's not a strange being at all. Just, it's kind of <laughs> offensive. I don't like it. <laughs> oh, look, sorry, sorry, guys. I. So we, we sort of just murdered a bunch of... Okay. <laughs> So have you ever heard about, like, the Death Blender? No. Okay, good. <laughs> yeah, l- Wait, let's keep on. it that way. <laughs> Wait, Death, death no, no. Blender? Kelso? Mm. Fine. I'll explain to you later. They're like us, but they're more about rotational velocity than left and right <laughs> velocity. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> MZ, Ronnie, and Drax here. What are you three up to right now? Um, I'm inventing the uh, death mortar and pestle. It's fine. Yeah, <laughs> you're just yeah. crushing people up. And, yeah. <laughs> when Kelsor mentioned the thing about ties, I'd be like, "Yeah, they pay the ties with their sanity." Under my breath. <laughs> <laughs> so you're also there for this conversation, Draxir? Yeah, I'm just, I'm just listening, and I'm like, I don't think I've really been exposed to a church member quite like this before, so I'm just kind of in awe of how devout and out there this guy is yeah so loving and is this conversation sorry is this happening yeah in the the tent that we were just in or is this just outside of it this is in the tent yeah they came on in a lot of people are like funneling in a few people are like giving ronnie really dirty looks (laughs) of course they are usher you lied to us uh nope no i didn't (laughs) I want, I want to make a charisma check really quick where I say, no, I didn't. I got an 8 plus Rony, 6, 20, 20. 14. <laughs> well, it checks out. They're all kind of like, didn't he sit? And now it's just like the crowd's kind of like talking amongst themselves. They're confused. I'm just going to be with uh, Ordon and Kelsari, I think, for now. Okay. Just sort of behind them. Uh, Ronnie, do you rejoin them as more people are trying to flood in, or are you going to head out? Uh, I'm just going to announce that uh, due to popular demand, I went and had a chat uh, with the troop, and they were going to do another show for you. And uh, then I run away. You just doesn't you, you stop. hear from the manager, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> you charm person, Ronnie. I already ran away. <laughs> Ronnie's just running. <laughs> The glittery gold jacket is just, like, billowing behind him as he just exits the tent. Oh, fuck. (laughs) Now everyone's, like, starting up a chant, like, we want to play. We want to play. Damn it, I sacrificed my life, and now I'm going to have to sacrifice it again just to resurrect the town. (laughs) Well, no, we figured it. We found out that nothing bad happened from the play itself, probably. 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 It's a safe assumption. Now that we're not there, it should be fine. I think the play was for us. Yeah, so. Yeah, I think so too. Oh, damn it. If I have to die to resurrect this town again, I'm gonna be so pissed at you, Ronnie, I swear. Bernard and uh, Holly Tolly are also joining in the chant like, We want to play! We want to play! <laughs> I like the echo. <laughs> I, we, okay, so I'm just gonna awkwardly uh, slip by and just leave the tent now. Yep. It's Ronnie ruined everything. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Kelsar. Get out of here. 
yeah so there's like uh so the town there's like there's an inn uh there's the temple they both still have like the front blown off of each of them there's like a general store there's still your carriage um it, it looks like the inn too they just kind of like brought the tables outside it's kind of like a patio situation as they're trying to fix stuff and uh like further in there's like a the hammering could be heard from a blacksmith and stuff like that how how long um did all this take place it looks like it's been maybe an hour or so like you're looking up at the sky doesn't look like it's been very long okay all right i'm gonna go to that tavern okay i'm just i'm just gonna stick with kelsar okay draxir and bordon what are you two doing you see kelsar and emzir wandering off uh towards the sounds of a hammer i just want to go back to the carriage and i'm going to like inspect my new arm and stuff but i also really want to get back to sanctuary to find out if someone important died because of me yep so i'm just at the carriage sort of contemplating a lot of stuff sure ronnie i imagine you're running back to the carriage to hide uh yeah how far are we from Waterdeep? you're probably another like maybe 10 days ride 10 days okay Hmm. can i cast like a like a spell to speed up like you know to make our horses go faster yes you're gonna summon another oblivion goddammit <laughs> you create horse oblivion <laughs> no no uh, you, you would use your powers to try to manipulate them to make like a haste effect okay what i i still had like i still have so many questions for bernard easybody and holy tolly you just hear him shouting in there that he wants to play uh, you can talk to him. It's not like he's he's an NPC and he went static, right? Like he's no, I know. You can still try to get his attention. But the the thing is, they are just fanatics, right? Are they though? <laughs> I think they are. Last I checked, they're just a couple people uh-huh. with real big hearts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And Ronnie. Um, we have communicators with people with H in HQ right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, we did determine that there was like a you could use it to talk to someone back at the base, Quintos. Yeah, uh, I don't imagine I have that same thing for that detective in Waterdeep. No. Okay, I'm gonna call someone in HQ, I guess. Okay. And see if I can get someone there to look into the Ronnie in Waterdeep. So you hear this, like, it's kind of staticky as it's coming through because it's quite a distance. This is Quintos. Hi, Quintos. Um, I need really need kind of a favor here. Uh, I need someone to go to Waterdeep and get me. Get you? You're in Waterdeep? Uh, yeah, I'm in Waterdeep, uh, and pretty soon I won't remember this conversation, uh, but it's really important that uh, someone find me and bring me back to base. You hear the sound of someone writing on paper. Okay, okay. So you're going to forget this conversation and bring you back. Yeah, I should be... Uh, I'll, I'll wait for you in, in the... You said the castle area? Yeah. In the... Uh, somewhere in the castle area. And hopefully I, I don't forget all that too and wander off. Okay, castle district. Yeah. Uh, right. We have people there. They are fighting for their lives. We'll have them look for you. Okay, great. And uh, just drag me back if you have to. 
Alright, we will drag you back even if we have to knock you out. Is anyone within earshot of this right now? I would be in my cabin. Yeah, so you drag Sirior because he ran off before you, so you're probably you'd be catching like the tail end of it as you're like walking into your room. Okay. Alright. We will see you soon, but you won't remember. <laughs> Thank you. And then I hang up. You're welcome. Without saying goodbye, because uh, we <laughs> just hang up. Because this is TV, damn it. <laughs> he's so he's he's not very good at forming conversations. Let's just be honest. Uh, so we'll go to Borodon. So Borodon, you're back at this tent. So I just start, I just start making like small talk with Bernard Busybody and Holy Tolly, mm. and then I start asking like, so how many of you are there? Thousands. 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 Across the world. Can't you guys help us? We are. We're saving you. What What does it mean? What does it mean, saving us? We're saving you from the gods. You don't understand. The gods keep resetting reality. We're saving you from them. Okay. Would you please elaborate? Many of us, members of our shining, loving congregation are from different worlds where gods have either wiped it out or reset it back to a point because they didn't like how it's going. We're tired of living under the gods' tyranny and want to be free. So we're saving everyone from the gods because they're going to reset this world as well. What about the Shining God, though? Once the Shining God defeats the other gods, they will disintegrate into particles of love and light and be gone. They will have fulfilled their purpose. That's a lot of bullshit. Um, so... Rude. What, what, what I'm asking is, if you're going to defeat, if you don't want to be, you know, under the tyranny of those gods. Mm. So, what about, like, the Shining God? The Shining God is working alongside us, and then they will be gone. They will be gone. The other gods, but not the Shining God. The Shining God will also be gone at the end. Don't you see, like, maybe there is, you know, like, a, a, I don't know, like, maybe a plot hole in your plan? You, may, you know, like, maybe that doesn't sound like right? You mean like it seems like the Shining God is using us and at the very end after they've defeated all the gods, they will become the supreme god and we'll have to live under their tyranny? Yes. Yeah, we thought about it. <laughs> <laughs> Believe me, Bordon, I've had many lives, and I've had many thoughts, and I've even looked through this whole jibber-jabber, and I've seen what other what other organizations have done, and it, it's worked out, don't worry. The, the main thing is we have to stop the gods. In general? Yes, all of them. And the Shining God will be gone. They won't even remain. After the ritual is complete. All the gods, including mine? Yes. And then I'll be powerless. Borodon, you're an amazing dwarf. Don't you ever just think that you're nothing without that power. You're a smart young man. I am. Oh, that's sweet. That, that, that's, that's, like, nice like, of you to say. But, as you know, clerics actually get their powers from their gods. This is true. So do paladins. Yep. And I will be giving up that power myself. But you know what? You can be more than just a cleric board on. Yeah. Don't you have a home 
family, friends? All dead. Don't you want to work towards a better community? You don't need to rely on a god. I don't like for my powers I sort of need. You need to let go of the crutch. There's a beautiful dwarf in there, and he wants to shine. <laughs> I, I don't think this conversation is actually getting anywhere. Um, thank you for all this, uh, like, mumbo-jumbo that you said. Um, I, I could extract some important information out of you, uh, but I hope I'll never see you again. And then I just leave. Bored on. Don't you worry. Burned a life to bring these guys back. I'm sure our paths will cross again. <laughs> oh, I hope so. I love this guy. I love this guy, right. too. I love we the love voice. love you, Bordon. <laughs> Take care. And then I just oh, I just flip the board <laughs> as I, I'm I, leaving. Lowercase L for love. So we go to Kelsar and MZ. You go over to like this patio <laughs> sort of tavern situation <laughs> since the front of the tavern is missing. And there, there's just tables set up and you see uh, Hilda is there sitting happy on a stool talking to a few other people. There's a, a few other townsfolk that are like setting up food like on these different tables for people just to have. Like there's there's no cost. There's food and drink there. Uh, I want to go up to Hilda. Hmm. Hi. Kelsar, wasn't it? Yeah. What'd you do with your eyes? Don't keep asking me that. They've, they've always been like this. Well, they're on fire, so... <laughs> well, I seem to be pretty okay with that, though. Okay. Yeah. How are you guys doing? I, I feel amazing. One moment, I was waiting in limbo, just waiting for my god to take me off to the, the Verdant Fields, and... <laughs> Suddenly, I was back here. Uh, it's, it's good to hear that you're doing well. Hey, I am uh, I'm actually looking for work. I need a little strap-on coin. I was wondering if there's anyone that needs help in the town. Do you know of anyone? I don't know if anyone really has the money to spare with the pig's trough as it is in the church. Of course. Kind of all having to pool our resources into fixing what happened with that up. Uh, Whatever that was, that darkness. Oblivion. Oh, it was called Oblivion. Us, oh, spooky yeah. name. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of it. And Kelsar, you look down, you're still clutching onto that map in your other hand. I've got an important mission, I want to be prepared for it. So I'm trying to get as much. Hmm. Trying to get work so I can buy supplies, what I need, before I head out on it. I, I'm so, If I had money, I, I would offer it, but honestly, I. It's okay. I think I'm in debt at the moment, as they, like, point to the front of their shop. Of course. Well, I'm, I'm sorry about your shop. Uh, is there anything I can do to help you? Honestly, I am... I'm just grateful for being alive. I'm here with all my friends again. I... Uh, yes, the front of my shop is, shop is blown off, but... I'm okay. And... Even my leg feels better. I used to have a constant throbbing pain, and it's... It's fine. I don't even need my crutch to walk. That's great. Well, I guess, um, take care. Uh, I guess I'll, I guess the next town I visit, I can always find a look there. Yeah. You all keep safe. You too. If you want any food or drink, it's, it's all free. It's all in the house. Uh, thank you. I'll uh, be sure to take some on my way out. Of course. That's, that's a poor logic right there. 
I ain't got no money to fix my tavern. They're feeding the they're feeding the townsfolk because the townsfolk are helping rebuild the the inn. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Yeah, I'm, I have like no gold and I need five quests. Hmm. <laughs> As uh, MZ walks behind you, jingling away. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I gave a lot of gold to the church. Yeah, you did. The church one hundred percent will help the town. Yep. Sure. So. It will. <laughs> Very churchy. Anyway, they're they're a good church. They, they will definitely help the town. I'm trying to save up for something for myself, but at the same time, I'm trying to give where I can, where I feel it'll be helpful. Mm. So, you're becoming a give Yankee. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it! Drinking beer. <laughs> That's good. Is there anything you two still wanted to do, or should we hop over to Draxir? You know, at the start of the campaign, Kelsar, I think Kelsar was buying me whiskey shots. Is that? Oh, no. Uh, actually, you bought him whiskey at the start of the campaign. Because I just, I've been remastering the episodes and uh, I just went through that one. Okay. You bought him whiskey. He got drunk and passed, uh, almost passed out on the floor. I'll uh, order a couple shots of whiskey. I'll look at him and say, uh, I'm having deja vu right now <laughs> as I down the shot. Tell me about it. Kalsar, do you take one? I, um, I look at the glass a little bit and I think about the day where I was at my lowest and I politely just put it down and I just say, uh, I'm sorry, MC, but I, I can't. This brought me to a really dark place, and I, I don't want to go back there again. Thank you, though. I appreciate it. Well, things will get better. They will. You just gotta go with the flow. When I died, I, um, I was given something. A map. I think it could be a, a key of some sort that could save me, and I, I'm trying to as prepared as I can for it because I've got a feeling that it's going to be extremely difficult. Do you have the map on you right now? Yes. Do you mind if I take a look at it? Well, I, I just uh, unfurl the map and uh, we both look at it. So you unfurl this map and it looks fairly new. You see that like it has all these different roads and everything are laid out. You actually can watch as like you see different parts of this map, it has little rain clouds that are actually moving over it. You can see like the weather that's happening in different areas. And you see a little marker that's showing where you are at Welshire. And you see there is another marker that is blinking just near these for uh, just near these woods near Waterdeep. What is this a map of? It looks like it's a map of like uh, the Sword Coast. Okay. So it has one part that's showing Kelsar's location? Yep. And then there's some markings on it showing some other location? Yeah, it's like a little another little dot that is near like this forest that's right near Waterdeep. And then there's like all the other stuff. Like you see Sanctuary here, you see like Geldspar and it has a little X through it. You see like there's like, all these different like areas. You see like there's different like weather that's going through here. You see like the, the high forest is up to the north. You see Baldur's Gate near the coast. 
Uh, you see that there's a place called Candle Keep that's right near Sanctuary. It's my home. It's your it's your home. Which which part is your home? Like, where are you from? I don't know, but apparently where this where this blinking light is on this map, that's apparently where I'm from. This could be the key to ending my possess ah my possession. I feel I'm getting stronger. I don't know how much time I have left before he takes control again. Who is Yagditha and what do they want from you? Yagditha is a god that um, cannot intervene into our world. Well, completely, I should say. He was able to possess me and he chose me to be a, his champion to end this war and to save all of existence. But at the end of it, it will cost me my life. Believe me. And um, I know, maybe, but I just, I feel like there's something, like he's planning something else, you know? I don't trust him. I feel like that he wants to, he wants more. I, uh, I kind of know that feeling. My, uh, my family's kind of like that. So, about the dagger I, I was given the other few days ago. Your family, like, do you, do you need help, MC? Are you gonna be okay? I think I'll be okay. Well, the dagger was um, a hunting dagger. It was like a ceremonial dagger that the royal guard have on them. Yeah, I, I, I think I'll be okay. I'm a little bit nervous of what's to come, though, and I don't fully know what's to come. Just like you don't know what's gonna happen with you and Yagditha. It's true, but in the end of the day, we do have to work together. It's the only way we're ever gonna defeat. We're gonna win this war, you know. Even when it comes to personal matters, I know you don't want to accept our help, but you have to learn to trust each other, right? Absolutely. I'll take uh, take a shot, and I'll say uh, I'd give my life for you. Well, I've already given my life for a village. I would do it again for yours. <laughs> Let's hope it doesn't have to come to that. You've been a good friend, I'm saying. You too, Kelsar. Draxir. You're back in the wagon. You kind of hear the last of Ronnie's conversation about saying, like, I won't know, but, you know, like, it's, it's very, like, muffled. You can't, you can only hear, like, no, just, like, yeah, no, that's fine. I'll see you soon. Okay. And, like, stuff like that. And you can hear, like, a staticky voice over what must be his communication stone. Hmm. Having a tough time deciding if I would ask him who it was or just leave it alone. Yeah, I, I think I would just, like, in-game, I think I would just leave him alone. Like, I'm just going to go to my room, because that's, that's, like, a privacy thing. Yeah. I'm, I'm just going to go to my room and uh, kind of just relax and think about things, and I'm kind of running through scenarios of, like, who it was that died as a consequence of, like, the sacrifice to save Astoria. That's kind of all I can really think about. 
So you're you're laying down, you're like you're kind of like sitting down in your bed, and you're like checking out your hand. Like sections of it can open up and expand. You see different tools are coming out of your palm. So it's a very strange feeling as you're you're messing around with all these different parts. And Uhtred is just kind of like humming, sitting near you uh, as you're you're messing around with this. And so the time starts like eating into the day and. It starts to becoming a little more towards the evening, and you all find yourself sort of back at the the caravan. Some of you, I don't know if you're sitting in the commons room or your own rooms, but uh, you're back at there. Kelsar, yeah, while you're walking in, you see uh, Draxir's there just, like, messing with his hand. We'll say Ronnie is, uh, like, sitting in one of the chairs just messing around. So uh, I guess I sit beside him and be like, you know, we never really... Never really had a chance to get to know each other. Well, it's been hectic ever since I joined the party, hasn't it? <laughs> I know it's kind of unreal to just have a break like this. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, this is common though, when considering a... you get used to it, I guess. That is true. It has been life for several years now for me. Okay. Ever since I came to Abir Toral been doing nothing but working on projects all the time or now out adventuring with you guys tell me about yourself do you have any family or, or any, like wh- where were you from originally from the a world called Hamor where basically always embroiled in war it's four different nations that uh, are all under the different gods of war as you know Bane, Tempest, Tormentir. I belong to Tempest. And basically, we're uh, sort of a mechanized civilization. Like, as you can see, I built Utrud here. A lot of people use machines in their everyday lives, and that's how we get around, that's how we work, that's how we fight. I have a wife and two kids and live in a house. What's your wife and children's name? Her name's Malriel. Do my best to make sure that you see them again. Well, I'm definitely doing all I can. It's my number one goal right now. Get back home. Of course. What about yourself? What's the next big thing that you want to do? I guess... Find out who I really am. I don't even know it. I don't even know who I am right now. And Hmm. so much has been, been thrown to me. I don't know what my life is anymore. And it's changed so dramatically, and I feel like I have an opportunity to find some answers. Hmm. Well, maybe when we get back and we talk to Storia and Elwyn and whoever else at the headquarters and find out what we should do next, we should, uh, maybe one of our goals could be to help you find your home. I would like that. Thank you. I'd like to know as much as I can about everyone here. Even Ronnie. <laughs> I think the more we know about each other, the I think the better bond we'll have together, and the stronger we'll be together, that we can win this war. To defeat Matthews and Dora. Is it starting to get late into the evening? Yep. It's like the sun's setting. You're all pretty wiped out. Okay. You're all just like sitting in this common room together. I'm just gonna get up and leave. I'm going to go to my room. I'm going to make sure that it's like pristine 
nice and clean, like make the bed and everything like that. Keep the door closed. I'm gonna have my bag, all my possessions. I put all my gold, everything into my backpack and I put it into, uh, like I put all my possessions in my backpack and I just put it in the corner of the room. So it's got everything from my figurine to um, those iron spheres of binding, like everything. I'll leave a list of all my possessions and everything like that that I leave behind. Mm -hmm. And I just sit on my bed and I just stare at the door. Are you thinking like I'm ready to go home? I'm anticipating it. Okay. I don't know how I would hide from it. I don't think I can hide anymore at this point. So MZ's he's ready? Yeah, like I just you know, yeah. So you're sitting looking at the door and you all are sitting in the commons area. You're talking, uh, maybe having a drink. The fire's crackling in this little fireplace. It, it does make sense, this whole area, but that's magic. MZ, while you're looking at this door, and you your muscles are tense, you're waiting, you feel a hand on your shoulder, and you look behind you, and standing there is your brother, Narmak. You remember seeing him in your dreams. He was there wearing these black robes before, and this time he's wearing these dark green ones with uh, red lining on them. He looks at you, and he says, It's time to go home, brother. I know. And then all you guys hear kind of the sound of a whoosh, and MZ's door just sort of creaks open, revealing an empty room. You know, like, we have battle bards in turn. Well, we didn't this time. It was a dead plan. But, like, you know, those sounds are... Like, I love that ending. That ending was spectacular. And where is MC going? MC went back home to Tulnarath. That's where the Githyanki Queen is. This isn't going to go well. All of us know. You're like, well, I know a ballad story when I hear one. This is going to go south fast. Yeah, it is. Um, Wow. Oh, I'm excited to dive into this, Travis. I feel like we're on the precipice of something big. Woo! Oh, I hope you enjoyed today's tale, Travelers. There was, was a lot of talking, a lot of, a lot of really diving into how the how the heroes are feeling of Death Shift. It's, a, it's heavy when you when you're told that you have to save the world. That's not just anything you sit on someone's shoulders. Like, think about it. You have your regular day-to-day -day life. Maybe you're even a soldier. Maybe you're even a person acquainted with combat and putting yourself in harm's way when suddenly you're told that trillions upon trillions of lives are resting on your shoulders it, it, the pressure's on it's so much even just sitting down needing to take a break or having a bowl of soup you feel like am i wasting time 
Am I doing the right thing? Our poor heroes of Death Shift are just beside themselves. Well, travelers, hope you enjoyed today's tale. Don't forget to stick around to the end for the Die Scales promo. Of course, a fantastic high-energy group. I think you'll really enjoy them if you enjoy Ballad. Uh, they're definitely not the horror of the body horror kind like how we are. If you want more body horror goodness, remember twitch.tv slash battle of the seven dice. Hop on over there for our new story. We also upload the, the episodes? What do you call them? What? Oh, the previous tales, travelers. We upload the previous tales to the YouTubes. Still creeps me out that name. Nope, not okay with it. Uh, to the people tubes. Oof. Uh, yeah, so go on to the YouTubes to watch the previous shows, but uh, another great body horror tale for you, and, and Lucas is the DM of that one, and uh, Jason, who plays Draxir, is there, so so a few voices you'll know. And Travelers, if you ever like, oh, I really like Barrel of Seven Dice, I want to know how I can support them. Well, there's a few different ways. You can hop on over to the iTunes or the Podchaser, and you, you put a review in there, and that actually really helps the, the Barrel of the Seven Dice. If you really want more Battle of the Seven Dice content, hop on over to our Patreon where we have tons of audio goodies on there. Uh, there's like nine one-shot episodes, journal episodes, there's lore episodes on NPCs, there's all sorts of stuff. There's, there's PDFs on like games that Lucas has created. You have, oh, all sorts of goodies. And also if uh, you're interested in other ways to support, we also have merch. For, uh, for Ballad of the Seven Dice. What's that? You have merch? Yes, it's me, we have Gimble, famous no bad, telling you we have merch. We've had it for a bit. I've, I've told people about it, but I do a horrible job about uh, telling people we have merch. So hop on over to our website, balladofthesevendice.com, and there's a little store option in the far right corner on the menu bar, or if you're on mobile, you, you hit the hamburger. What is mobile? Everyone's on the move. I don't know. Uh, anyways, it says you hit the hamburger is what my, my list is saying here. You'll find the store option. Uh, and there we, you can actually get transported to a, to another place where it, it'll help you pick out shirts. We have all sorts of fantastic designs, though. I think you really like them. I even uploaded a Wing of a Gamble Famous Name Bad design. I think you'll enjoy it. Yes, travelers, thank you so much for popping by. I know there's, oh, there's been a lot of me talking this time, but don't worry, we're going to get back in the swing of things. Really hope you enjoyed our previous our previous tale. Special thanks to uh, Tyler from Chasm Quest. Fantastic podcast. Make sure you check them out. Uh, fantastic high fantasy adventure. Very pioneer feel, uh, traveling into a new land, but instead of, like, the tales that you're used to, they decide to fight the power, so... Uh, definitely check them out, as well as Leanne from Bad Heroes. Uh, they're also another horror story that plays Pathfinder. So uh, check out the Pathfinder games uh, over there at Bad Heroes, where they actually get roped into working for an evil queen, so that's always good. We had two other voices as well, spectacular. Check out Kirin, who played the voice of Aethix. We are very big fans of For Crits and Giggles, uh, another high fantasy story from the New Zealands. They have great banter and amazing storytelling and world building. You're not going to miss out there. Uh, you definitely hop on over and check their stuff out. 
And last but not least, of course, the voice of Dalen is from Dennis from the Control Group. Check out the Control Group because they have fantastic stories that jump into numerous different types of these games that people enjoy playing these TTRPGs. I think you'll really enjoy because you won't find a game that you're like, oh, this is really fun. I'm going to play with my friends online, uh, like how we do. And uh, I think you'd really enjoy it, so hop on over there. Woo! All right, travelers. I am winded, and I need to relax. It's been so long since you've been here, I wasn't used to this. All right, I'm going to go sit by the fire and enjoy a nice cider. I bid you all adieu. The Dice Girls may not know what we're doing, but we're sure having a lot of fun doing it. Do my bagpipes have, like, attack damage? <laughs> if I take out my bow, <laughs> could I miss and hit Trigus? If you roll bad enough. <laughs> have we been able to see the whole time? <laughs> you have dark vision! Surprise! What ho, ugly creature? Don't, don't mind him. Everyone's dying around me, but I can't hit anything! Are you guys gonna be okay? Honestly, I think the answer to that is always no. <laughs> Who are you? Orange some riffraff. <laughs> <laughs> Not anything particularly special. <laughs> we are the Dice Girls. <laughs> Find us wherever you get your podcasts. I rolled a four. We're going to die. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>